Good morning, everyone. Yeah, today, I would like to begin my talk with telling you a little bit about myself. And this story is also related with uh, my topic, which is my practice of choice in action. Believe it or not, I'm a very shy person. It is not a lowercase shy, it's an uppercase in my script. And, and I'm introvert person, so one of my least favorite things is being in front of people, like at this moment. So, also, given the choice to me, I prefer to be a learner rather than a teacher. So, for those reasons, I used to try to avoid delivering, delivering a Dharma talk in the past several years. But that mindset has been changed from the moment when I realized that I should take it as a chance of my practice. And at that moment, I made a resolution that I will not avoid it anymore. So I realized that practicing Dharma is nothing but taking a life event which is given to me as a chance of practice. And as I keep practicing Dharma, I'm getting understanding that I am neither introvert nor extrovert. And, but at the same time, I can be either introvert and can be extrovert. So, I choose and decide how I am and how I will be. So, this is my third Dharma talk in this year, and the number of the Dharma talk already exceeded the number of Dharma talks I delivered for the previous three years. So that is a big change for me. So I asked myself, how it became possible, Jiangsu? And the answer was very simple. That is because, as I already told you, I sincerely take it as a chance of my practice. And but still, uh, preparing a Dharma talk is tough and very painful job for me because at least it guarantees at least one uh, sleepless night to me. You know? So what I have told you so far is related with uh, uh, one of the three-fold studies in one Buddhism, which is choice in action in Korean words, it is called 작업 취사. 작업 means action. And in this context, action means the functioning of the six sense organs, which are eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, and mind. And 취사 means choice. And in this context, choice means choosing what is right and forsaking what is wrong. 
So, 작업 취사, choice in action means choosing right and forsaking wrong when you use your six sense organs of eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, and mind. That is so simple. And as I told my story, I used to keep avoiding to deliver a Dharma talk, but as I realized that it is not right for progressing my uh, practice, then I just gave up sticking to that attitude, but instead I tried to get over it. And this is an example of Jagab Chisa, practice of choice in action. And choice in action is a one component of one Buddhist threefold studies. And the other two is nurturing spiritual power and inquiry into human affairs and universal principles. So Master Sotesan taught us that we always have to practice those three practices together. However, among those three components of three four studies, and Master Sotesan seems to emphasize the choice in action a little bit more than the other two. And he said, and let me read the scripture. He said that even if we have gained the power of cultivation that comes from cultivating the spirit and the power of inquiry that comes from inquiry into human affairs and universal principles, those will come to naught and will hardly gain any real efficacy if we cannot put them into practice in actual operations. This would be like a tree that has a good trunk, branches, flowers, and leaves, but that bears no fruits. So let's put it in this way to help understanding. So when we try to uh, lose our weight and we put ourselves in diet, we always have a perfect plan like staying away from sugar and eating less food and exercising and working out and avoiding carbohydrate and so on. So nobody would fail uh, losing weight in this way. However, we can lose weight only we actually carrying out the plan. So choice in action is like the part of actual carrying out in our practice. So in Jagab Chisa, choice in action, choice means choosing right and forsaking the wrong. And we have infinite numbers of choices in, in our life. For example, uh, let us think of it in this morning. I guess that you made um, dozens of choices before you came to this Dharma hall. Like when you wake up in this morning, you need to choose whether to go to the, attend to the Dharma service or not. And if you come, what kind of 
clothing you put on to yourself. And if you come, what route you are taking to drive? Or do I have to fill up the gas or not? And when you walk into the, this Dharma hall, so what seat and where you take and sit down? You know? So without recognizing by yourself, you already made dozens of choices in this morning. And those kind of choices are easy ones. It is like the choice between like Crest and Colgate or McDonald's or Burger King. And no matter what you choose, there will be uh, almost no difference in your life. And then there are some hard and tough choices that we cannot anticipate the result of them. For example, did you find any difference in, in Dalma Hall today when you walked in? Yeah, you always, you, you recognize it, right? So we put the sound absorbing panels in both walls. And do you know how many years we, you know, researched and discussed about installing it? Yes. Yeah, from the beginning and opening of this center, you know, the, this Dharma home was originally designed for a two floors. So it originally had a plan to have a second floor, but we didn't, couldn't do it. So it became really higher than we expected in, in very first. So later on, the echo issue followed. So. When we choose to install it or not, the biggest concern was that, does it gonna really work? If we like put some panels and does it really reduce the echo? Do you think it worked? Yeah, it's working, you know. But we are unsure about it before we decide making a decision. And the other concern was that if it ruins the beauty and tranquility of this Dharma hall, we were not sure about it. So if it cost just a couple of hundred dollars and it would be not a matter at all, but it cost a lot, a lot. So I would recommend you to join in this project. And like, I'm not begging your donation, but instead I'm telling you one of the most effective way of accumulating marriage. And let's think about it in this way. You have a book, and one case, you gave it to your friend. And the other case, you donated it to the public library. So which choice produces bigger merit and help more people? If you have the same you know, money and donate to it. As long as this Dharma will exist for like 30 or 40 or 50 years, those sound panels will go with it until the end of this Dharma hall. So there are about 50 times of Sunday Dharma service per year. And let us assume that every 40 people attend to it each service then if you join this project, it means that you will serve 
2,000 people per year. And in 10 years, you will serve 20,000 people. And if this Dharma Hall lasts like 50 years, you will serve 100,000 people. And I think the actual number is far bigger, bigger than that because I didn't even count the Wednesday Dharma service or yoga classes. So I'm pretty sure that instead of buying stocks of a company like selling cell phones or T company selling electric cars or M company selling software, so investing to this project will bring you much bigger merit. And I actually made a commitment to our financial officer that I will donate 15% of the total cost. So folks, please now call 518-851-2581. You know. Yeah, let's go back to our the mainstream of the Dharma talk and yeah, I swear nobody directed me to mention about this project and last last there are some kind of serious choices which will lead you to progression of your life or degradation of your life. I would call this kind of choice as karma involved or karma related choices. And Master Sotesan taught us about this and he said, as a rule, why is that we human beings do not practice the good even while knowing the good and do not put an end to evil even while knowing the evil so that we forsake the tranquil paradise and fall into the miserable sea of suffering. And he continues that this is because we either are deficient in our practice because of ignorance of right or wrong in actual situations, or even though we know what is wrong or wrong, we cannot control our desires which flare up like a fire, or we are enticed by habits that are solid like iron or stone. In those sentences, there, I think there is a key word in each sentence. They are ignorance and desires and habits. Ignorance and desires and habits. And I think those words are different expression of karma. So we all have some karmic habits or karmic place or a karmic relationships or karmic person. For me, me and my mother is actually like a karmic relationship and karmic person like that. My mother is also one Buddhist minister and she used to be served as a cook right in this one Dharma center until 2014 and she is remembered 
as a very nice and warm-hearted person to people. However, in our relationship, that doesn't work in that way. No. In my understanding, she believes that I have a very negative point of view to the world. And so, so she tries to fix it by giving me a continuous and endless direction, telling me to do and what not to do. And then I pick some negativity in her feedbacks. So I become like rebellious to her. Then we end up hurting each other and we don't talk for days or weeks or even for a month or months. However, this kind of relationship is also being changed in positive way after years of trying. And most importantly, I also take this relationship as a chance of a practice. So let me tell you, introduce the most recent conflict we had. The most recent one happened about like two months ago. And after that, we didn't talk again for a while. But since I'm not a really bad son, I texted from my end first <laughs> to my mother in a chat room. So I would like to do something nice to her. So I texted like this, Mom, soon there will be a minister's retreat in the end of June, and there will be about 60 ministers will participate in it. So I would like to treat them one main dish during the retreat under your name, celebrating your retirement in this year. And my mother is 71 years old, and she just retired as a one Buddhist minister in this May. So after sending out this text, I expected some like positive feedbacks. Please, mom. <laughs> so at least I didn't expect to receive a negative one. So however, she replied like, nobody would be interested in my retirement. Then why you need to do it <laughs> like that? That's the text I got back. So in that short moment, I felt so frustrated and disappointed to her and to me and to our relationship. And I was very upset and actually almost texted the uh, same kind of negative answer back to her. But I stopped and reminded myself that this moment is nothing but a chance of practice. So I took a deep breath and replied, Mom, you know what? I just invented a virtual interpreter of Mrs. Joe's words. So as I put your words in the interpreter, it says that, it says that, thank you, son, for doing something nice and accumulating merits for me. So is that correct? 
and I replied in this text. And a minute later, <laughs> she replied with an, not a sentence, with an emoticon, which was like this. <laughs> so I felt really good at that moment I, because I didn't fall into the karmic situation and instead I put a really hard and strong break to the karma. My karma and her karma and the karma of our relationship and controlled it. This is the practice of Jagob Chisa, the practice choice in action. And I believe as long as I keep this attitude our relationship will only get better and better. And we all practice Dharma. And then, as Master Sotesan said, we need to produce some fruit out of it. So uh, today, I shared my practice of Jagob Chisa the practice of choice and action. Uh, thank for listening and do not forget the most important message of this Dharma talk. Call 518-851-2581. Thank you. <laughs>